So you won all three leagues and survived the chopping block? Yeah, I still can't believe it. I think that's the first time this year. It only took 12 weeks. Comes Ellis, keeping the dribble alive, going bank. Fink on the roll, able to break contain. Ellis wrapping around. Fink able to strip the first man. Ellis gets around him. Fink looking in zone. Ellis catching and scoring. Welcome, everybody, to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. I am your host, the biggest Joe, you know, the Fantasy Giant himself, Mr. Loser this week, Aww. joined by Mr. Winner. Hey, hey, three for three. That's right. G-Funk, El Scorcho. How are you, bud? Finally burning up the wind charts. It only took all season. It was the new microphone, I think. That's got to be it. It sounds great. I need a new one every week. Get them on order. It's not Black Friday every Friday. <laughs> I, I got to wait for a deal. Maybe next year you'll get another one. Before we jump into things, oh. Spotify always does a little uh, end of the year recap. And since this podcast is done through Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, they gave us a little recap. Oh, how and nice of them. A couple small tidbits I felt that were worthy of sharing. Like, our listenership is up 80% from last year. Hell yeah. 21% more streams in 2022 versus 2021. Wow. Yeah, and we are the number one podcast for three people. Yes. And it's not one of them is not me. Really? I am not one of the three. No, I listen to more podcasts than this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, those three people out there who listen to us as your only podcast, thank you. We appreciate we it. We do. Thank you, Germany. Yeah, we're a top podcast for five fans, and we're in the top ten for eight people. But, you know, those three who keep us number one. Yeah, in Germany. Yeah. I had this revelation. Do you really think someone's... In Germany, or is it a VPN? It's a VPN. Damn it. It's more fun to say it's Germany, It's though. been so many years that it's Germany, so whoever's VPN has just been using German <laughs> internet for a while. Yeah, I worry about what other podcasts are listening to. Yeah, exactly. All right, now let's get into some more football talk. NFL news. Matt Stafford, he's done for the year? Yeah. Probably. Why rush him back? Aaron Donald, done for the year? Should be. Cup, he probably joins that boat as well. Why not? Allen Robinson, done for the year? Yeah. Rams done for the year? Yes. Pretty much. Why did I hold on to their defense? Now I'll be playing teams against them, it seems like, from here on out. I mean, you were half right. Yeah. It works out for the Lions, though. Unbelievable that their pick is still better than ours. And they should... look like geniuses. Yeah, he really does. But in the grand scheme of things, would you do the same thing? Would every NFL franchise say, you win the Super Bowl this year, next year your team blows? Absolutely. I would do it in fantasy. Yeah. I would go as far as I'd pull a team beers. Go 0 for next year Ooh. if he gave me a championship this year. Yeah. I don't even need the prize money, Dave. Oh. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he should play this week. He was banged up. I thought, honestly, I thought he was going to be done. Why? Yeah. Why There's no up? point right now. Yeah, you're missing the playoffs. Let's see what you got in Jordan Love. I actually think I put in a waiver claim for Jordan Love and Dynasty. I might have to cancel that now if he's going to play. And Deshaun Watson, he is officially back and will play this weekend against the Texans. Yeah. Mixed feelings all around. Hell of a way to go out for Jacoby Brissett, taking down Brady in overtime. That was a good game. Yeah, he, he's a good dude, man. I like him. You know him personally? He's a good dude. I do, yeah. yeah. Bought him a pizza one time. <laughs> hey, I bought Jason Hansen a hot dog one time. Oh. And he was like, oh, it's, you don't have to do that. I said, I play so much fantasy football, and as a Detroit Lions fan, you were the only player I could depend on on that team. So I drafted you every year to my fantasy team. He's like, all right, works for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stars of the week. A couple quarterbacks had over 30 points. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, 
Running backs, Jacobs, what a beast. 45 wow. points for him. Miles Sanders. Yeah. God, he scored more points than he did all last year. He put up 30. Thanks. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, Chris Godwin. They all had 25-plus points. Bye weeks, two teams on bye. No one on bye last week, two on bye this week. Why just two? Uh, how many are on bye next week? Six. What? Six teams on bye next week. Two on by this week. This is so stupid. Why does that? Why? Who who does this? Why? At least they're like terrible teams next week. Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, Commanders. That's true. Not a lot of fantasy impact there. No, not huge impacts. Jonathan Taylor. Gosh. Yeah. Why didn't he have his bye while he was hurt? <laughs> All right, quick three. Number one, the only wide receiver who has scored more fantasy points than Christian Watson over wow. the last three weeks. Oh, that's former Packer great. Devonta Adams. Man. Christian Watson really tearing things up since he uh, kind of stepped on those scene three weeks ago. Great pickup there by, I believe, Corpy got him yeah, in the Legacy the League. Behemoth. Tweet number two. The current RB1 ranks 22nd in rushing yards. Hmm. The current QB6 is 27th in passing yards. And tight end 16 has 31 total receiving yards. Damn. Just goes to show you, fantasy and real football, not the same. No, not at all. How about tweet number three? Higby did not record a target despite Ooh. playing 60% of snaps in week 12, but he ran around on just 40% of pass plays. Uh, you know, he he wanted a week off from catching, so he said, hey, guys, I'm just going to block this week. Yeah, you can probably just cut him. Yeah. And honestly, I picked this tweet because later in the show, uh, when we see who got chopped, oh. they started Higby, yeah. and when I looked and saw they put up zero, I wrote, did he play? Yeah. Because he didn't record anything. So there you go. That's why. And our off topic this week, did you see the commanders revealed the statue, quote unquote statue, for Sean Taylor? I did not. Oh my gosh. It was terrible. It was, it's a mannequin. Let's just be real. Okay. Like you would see at Macy's. Yeah. No body, just a jersey. Sure. And some pants and some cleats on a wire bottle, a wire body. Yeah. Funny part is, it's a new jersey. Yeah. Like, you know, the NFL style ones, the current ones. I believe those are his game worn pants because they're Reebok. And then they are wearing Adidas cleats. Nike jersey, Reebok pants, Adidas cleats. And that's a statue for somehow Sean Taylor. That franchise is so good. They're a joke. Absolute joke. They make me feel like the Lions have a chance. Chance at what? At being better than somebody. I mean, the Redskins, they haven't been very good. At least they have a Super Bowl. The Redskins haven't been around for years. Didn't they win a Super Bowl the year they beat us in the playoffs? Yeah, in like 92. One, right? Yeah, something like that. Our only playoff win against the cowboys then we played them they blew us out and they won the super bowl yep that was our shot that's all she wrote let's move over to the legacy league where i want to hang myself oh come on now. here are your scores from week number 12 this is the year beats the fantasy behemoth by 30 117 to 87 Washington Redskins take down Chasing Greatness, 124 to 103. El Scorcho sneaks past yeah. Waste Management, 106.3 to 106.1. Unbelievable. You luck box. I hate you. I needed it. <laughs> the Buzzsaw takes down Ashawn's hair and is now in first place, 109 to 94. The Bengal Kings... 
survive I Heart Fart. God, what a terrible matchup. 58 to 56. Both these teams deserve losses. That's disgusting. And then your high points winner is even more disgusting as I Love Lamb 137.3 beats the Fantasy Giant 136.2. I come up 1.15 points short of winning and 50 bucks. Congrats, Lynette. You get the money and uh, really, really hurt my playoff chances. I, I got the odds stacked against me in these final two weeks. You still have a solid chance, though. I have a chance. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting, and one of us is going to hate each other. Win and you're in. That's it. Win both. Yeah, yeah. win both, man. Just keep winning. Just win. So you should just lose. I, I, I will try not to. There you go. <laughs> Lynette had a monster Sunday night football as Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders just ran all over the field. Came back, took the lead. I was down seven points on Monday night football, and Fryermuth came up uh, a 15-yard catch short. So close. If you only would have caught that pass in the end zone, I would have had it. But the game of the week was your game. It was. As Aaron Jones in that Sunday night football game did literally just enough before quitting. Yes. To pass Ryan 106.3 to 106.1, Godwin, who you traded to him in a robbery for Cook, a little bit closer, but yeah. it's still a robbery. He put up 23 points, one of his best performances of the year. The Patriots' defense, negative one points for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? That's why I traded him to him. I was looking at this matchup. You gave him the Pats, D, and Godwin? I did. Oh, wow. Yep. You would have thought, though, primetime Kirk Cousins against Bill Belichick, negative one points. That's crazy. I was hoping for a stat correction. <laughs> I was, I've really been sitting tight all week worried about a stat correction. <laughs> yeah, your game and my game. It's one of those games where it's so close, you just go through and check the stats to do the math yourself. I'm like, okay, is the, am I missing something? Like, just... Oh, no, that wasn't a catch. What? Yeah. My biggest takeaway, week 12 proves it. The schedule slash fantasy gods hate the two of us yes they absolutely. are not fans of this podcast no, we are not in their top three on spotify we're, we're not in their top 50 and i brought this up to you before the show so now let's share it with the world oh my gosh not again yeah here we go week number one corpy got our high points and you were uh close you were three points behind yeah i was in second place week number two i got high points oh nice job. and i was playing you oh of course week three jeff got it nothing happened week four kedzo got the high points oh, good for him and i was second place oh Week five, Corpy got it. Week six, Stortz got it. Hey, good for Stortz. And I was a point behind him in second oh. place. Week seven, Stortz got it, and he was playing you. Of course. Week eight, Kyle went bananas. Nice wow. job, Kyle. 177, unreal. Wow. Every year, Kyle has a score that like tops his score from the week before, or year before, I should say. That's just unreal. Week nine, though, Dave got high points. Well, he was playing you. Mm-hmm. Dave did it again in week 10. Week 11, Corpy got high points. He was playing me. Oh. Week 12, Lynette got high points. He was playing me. So both of us were playing the high points winner three times this year, yeah. six weeks total, half of the season, and each of us have been second place uh, twice. Who makes this schedule? We oh. need to send it out to somebody else. Yeah, for real. I think I need to fire myself. I, I've screwed up the schedule so many times. I'm surprised <laughs> you guys haven't got rid of me yet. I had to fix a, the schedule for week 14. It was wrong. We had a team playing each other three times, so that is fixed now. And if you don't know who it is, then I don't have to tell you about it. Hey. Standings? Well, they look like this. Dave, 9-3. and three. Kyle, Lynette, and Jeff, they're all eight and four. Stortz is seven and five. 
Scorpion Fink, six and six. Me and the Farts, five and seven. Those are nine teams as of right now. I'm on the outside looking in. That sucks. Dave's the new number one. But the real question right now is when it comes to the playoffs, will our uh, high points rule come into effect? What was that high points rule again? That is, if you lead the league in points four, you will make the playoffs. So we'll expand it to eight? No. Oh. It'll be bumped to nine. Oh. Ooh, expand it to eight. That would have been a good spot. Yeah. But then you're kind of really screwing over the number one seed. Oh, well, yeah, you are. Yeah, we can't do that. No, you're right. As much as I want to. Yeah, it would be cool, though. <laughs> Right now, looking at points four, I am point zero five points behind Corpy Ooh. for the most points scored. Hang on, Corpy. And uh, hang on, Greg, because I am... Oh, I'm back in second place for points against. Yeah, I'm 12 points ahead of you. Look at you. For points against. So if you do a little math, the average score of my game is 105 to 109, I lose. Yeah. The average score of Dave, our number one team this year... 97 to 85. Wow. He wins. I would have a great season, too, if every team I played scored 85. 24 more points teams are scoring against me per week. Than That's Dave. nuts. How do you win like that? It's Well, That's you're, why you're gonna, doing I, a good job at it. You not really. You still well, got a shot. I got a shot. That's Five saying something. The Food Watch. We, uh, Greg McClucky leads it there. He has 1,002 points. Morbido has a 21-point lead on him. Steve, 95 points away from the food, so he's looking okay. Dave, 170. The high points to miss the playoffs is one thing, yeah. but the low points to be the number one seed, that would be crazy. So, I mean, there's no way 170 points in two weeks, but... Yeah, it's not going to happen, but still, it, just the fact that he's bottom four in points scored and he's the top overall seed is wild. And he's listening. Is he? He's been listening pretty uh, loyally well, the last couple weeks. That's probably why he's been winning. Oh, stop listening, Dave. Turn us listen. off now. So with all that being said, I have a question for you. Yeah, shoot. Next season, do we implement hockey standings? Probably two points for a win and one point for being a top half in the scoring that week. In the points for? Yeah. That, that's probably that's probably not a bad idea. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely something to bring up with the rest of the, the league. Um, it, it really changes not really the fantasy game itself but it changes the standings a lot and makes them a little bit more confusing i i don't know how how would you implement that on espn just update the message on the home screen with here's your points for the week okay so you'd have your own separate standings that you'd have to put up Mm -hmm. okay and then when it came down to the playoffs i would just have to make adjustments as to the matchups and who's in Right. So, I mean, not a big difference. No, uh, it makes it a little more manual. But Yeah, it takes a little bit away from the randomness week to week. Um, obviously, that's still in effect because you get the two points, but right. I, it would somewhat balance the final standings, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It takes away some of the parody, some of the craziness that can happen in fantasy, but... But it still leaves some in there, which is what we like. I mean, as much as we, you know, sit here and complain that, oh, we have good teams and we're not doing well, you know that... That's kind of part of it, right? You know, you, you have a team who maybe shouldn't realistically have a great shot, um, but they're actually doing really well. I mean, and that's the fun in it. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to fantasy, what can we control? Like, how many points we score? You know, we're not playing defense, even yeah. though we have team defenses, yeah. so there's nothing. What's most likely going to happen, we'll implement a rule, and somehow next year it'll come back to bite me in the ass. 
Just like I made the rule that you had to spend money on a player, you couldn't keep him for zero dollars. Yep. And I don't get Amon Rossi Brown this year for a buck. Sorry, big guy. That'd have been too bad. That'd have been the nice. Old Tyreek Hill rule. Yeah, for real. Dave thinks it's about him and James Robinson. Like, no, it's Tyreek. Nobody cares about James Robinson. Yeah. He was benched last week. Come on, Greg does a podcast because his team was so good because he got Tyreek Hill for a dollar. That's right. Looking at games next week, a couple of big games to watch, in my opinion. The one I'm obviously going to be watching is yours. Six and six, El Scorcho, eight and four. I love Lamb. Projected to be super close, 102 to 100. Obviously, we're both in a division. You and I play each other next week. If you lose, it helps me. I should root for Lynette. I'm not sure if I can, though, after last week. Maybe you're rooting for a tie. Oh, that would be fantastic. Right? Wait a minute. No, because then you don't get a loss. Because oh, then even true. if I beat you, you'd be 6-7-1, and one, and I'd be 7-7. Oh, seven and seven. Yeah. It, well, if I beat Morbido, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Can you both lose? Like Stortz and Steve last week? Yeah, seriously. Well, the matchup I am watching this coming week in the Legacy League is... The Fantasy Behemoth versus the Bengal Kings. That's Corpy versus Stortz if you guys have not figured out the team names by now. Corpy brings out Mahomes, Damian Pierce, Devontae Adams, Mark Andrews, DeAndre Swift, Chris Olave, Christian Watson, and the Commander's defense? That's probably something he's going to change. While the Bengal Kings, of course, rolls out Joe Burrow, Travis Etienne, if he's able to go. He currently has Alan Lazard in his starting lineup along with George Kittle, Antonio Gibson, Tony Pollard, Brandon Ayuk, and the Bills defense. I am watching this matchup for very selfish reasons. There are three of us fighting for the last two playoff spots. It's me, Corpy, and Joe. And, of course, I'm going to be watching my game, but i got to watch this one too. And not only am I watching Corpy, but also the Bengal Kings do not have a playoff berth locked up. They have a very high percentage chance of making it, but they could still fall flat on their face. So it's a very interesting matchup to watch. I'll be keeping an eye on this one. Yeah, with a game against Corpy this week and Jeff next week, those two teams could very well give Stortz losses. Yeah. He's lucky he squeaked one out in that god-awful toilet bowl against Steve last week. As terrible as it was, and as much as I hate it, and as bad as the schedule maker is, myself, how unbelievable is it that we had two 50s play each other, two 130s play each other, and two 106s? Like, three matchups so close. Maybe we do have a good schedule maker. He gave us great games this past week for everybody to watch. Yeah. I mean, I stayed up all Monday Night Football. Right? Just waiting for, come on, one more catch. Just one more, come on. Well, and then you were fast asleep. He got one pass in the fourth quarter, turned the corner, and he was running up the sideline. Had a shot at the end zone, but just kind of ran and went, bumped out of bounds at like the five. I'm like, man, if he oh, just like. That would have done it. Travis Kelsey would have tried to score a touchdown. Oh, Travis Kelsey would have scored. Yeah, Friermuth. Mm. Yeah. Last name's too long. Yeah. Slows him down. All right, now time to move over to the Dynasty League. The scores from the coast to coast. The 08 Lions continue rolling, doubling up Sunnyvale Sam Squatch is 120 to 64. The Chaos Knights 158 to 99 over Threat Level Midnight keep his playoff hopes alive. The Gnus take down Cromarty's Childcare 133 to 70 in caps the worst performance of the year. The Brother Bowl was not as close as I predicted team beers doubled up team beers 145 to 67 <laughs> as team beers moves to 0 and 12 two weeks away from perfection and our high point winner would you look at that was playing me how about that el scorcho 165 the fantasy giant 140 both teams moved to seven and five so yeah not only did i lose to lynette 
but I lost to you mm-hmm. in a game that I was projected to win all of Thursday. I would say during the one o'clock games on Sunday. Yeah. And then as those four o'clock games started rolling, and it was Josh Jacobs and so Justin Herbert. Team. Yeah, they just took them. Yeah, how did you have no one playing at 1 o'clock? On I don't Sunday? know. I was looking at that, too. I go, huh, that's really kind of weird because I always try and adjust my team um, according to what position is locked in and sure. the, the flex position. So flex position always plays last. Yes, exactly. And, and I was going to do that, and I went, huh, everybody's late. Huh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, but it worked out for you. It did. 165 points, you get the victory. Man, Josh Jacobs hates you. He's on your team. He can't do enough to get you a win. And then he's on my team, and he does more than enough to give you a loss. Gosh, you should trade him. I'm probably going to end up keeping him at this point. Uh, You don't know what team he's going to be on next year. I know. That's a big risk. That's a big dice roll. Big risk. But I I didn't invest a lot in him. It might be worth it. $20 or less. Yeah, $18. Yeah, that's a keeper. So no matter what, I mean, it's that probably him and Drake London, and I don't keep Brees Hall. Just cause, you got to keep Brees Hall. I don't know. He's torn ACL. You, you, you've always told me. Guys come back from ACL so quick. It's like a year. I mean, I wouldn't, but. Yeah, I don't think I can. It's Honestly, it's two years till he's back to what he was. Even if Drake London's not something spectacular next year, I think year three, $10 would be the steal of a the steal of the draft. So Yeah. And you can't hold uh, no digs, digs anymore, right? Diggs is gone. Yeah, that's probably the move. Mm-hmm. This is the one I'll be interested in next year. Yeah. How much money is Justin Jefferson going to go for? O- over 100 But that's a different league. We'll be talking about that uh, some other time. This is the coast-to-coast <laughs> league we're talking about. The biggest takeaway from this week, Capriati's team, the Cromartie's child care, failed to show up and he gets doubled up. Like wow. Terrible scores. Did he it, not set his lineup? No, he did. That's the worst part. Ooh. So Burrow, 18. Adams, 18. Ten. Other than that, no one in double digits. A Yikes. point for Curtis Samuel, three for Lazard, Kamara, five for Gages. Yeah, Kamara and Pierce is starting running backs. Seven. Yikes. Seven points. So not a good look. He's kind of slowed down here going into the playoffs. It's going to be tough for him to repeat. And meanwhile, Trent just keeps it rolling. He's now ten and two, first place overall. He has locked up his playoff seed. Capriati behind him at nine and three. You and I are both seven and five in the NFC division. Looking at the AFC, you got Team Beers eight and four. The Gnu's seven and five. Chaos Knights five and seven. Nick has a chance, but he will need some help. Games to watch next week. Hey, I'm watching your game again. What? Quit yeah. watching. Yeah. The Gnu's taking on El Scorcho. Both teams coming at seven and five, just like I am in the playoffs. I'll be rooting for a tie, just like the other league. I just oh. need you to lose, Greg. Aw, oh, come on now. Hey, yeah. At least one of us will be happy. If you win, you're happy. If you lose, I'm happy. A tie would make no one happy. Yeah, that's true. Ties are the worst. Ties suck. The game I am watching next week is Cromartie's Child Care versus Team Beers. I am watching for Team Beers to go in the direction of perfection. That is 0-12. And, and to make it now 0-13, and, and then only have one week left. And we, we decided when he hits 0-14, we're doing the parade. Yes. A parade for perfection? Yes. The perfection parade. Oh, I can't wait to call him. He's going to hate us. (laughs) He'll probably get that warrant for my arrest back on my record in New York. You know, he should have set his lineup. What what can I say? He usually has. I mean, this week I think he missed a player or two, but his lineup needs more help than just being set, I think. Uh, Moving over to the chopping block. So last week we had the best Monday Night Football of the year. 
Uh, four or five teams in the mix this week. It was irrelevant. Your high scores from the week, Believe in Now, 145. MCDC to the ship, 111. Dave's Dazzling, 93. Duncan only had 77 going into it, but that was still more than Stortz, and he actually did pretty well. He finished with 90. And then backwards down the field, 72.9. He has cut his duds. I mentioned it earlier, Higby, zero. Didn't record a target or anything. I wasn't sure he played. And now after that tweet, we know why. Kamara, four. Christian McCaffrey, 6.9. Tyler Boyd, 2.6. He did have Miles Sanders. Ooh. And uh, Derek Carr, so that was the majority of his points as those guys put up 53 combined. So his players go to the waivers pretty uneventful. It really was. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Twelve dollars mm-hmm. to Corpy. Jeff was next with ten, and then you had one. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey in week two goes for what seventy five, eighty at least. Yeah. yeah, unreal. The only other person who got bids, you got Tony Pollard for four bucks. Yeah, for four dollars, I'll take it. Yeah, Josh put in a bit of zero. Kamara was picked up later for free to Josh. Miles Sanders was picked up for free to Duncan. Uh, Deshaun Watson got picked up by Jeff, and Garrett Wilson got picked up by Duncan. Yeah, lots of freebies here. So you know, g- guys, if you're still in the league, you you can wager that one dollar still. Yeah, or zero. These guys weren't even wagered on; they were just picked up after waivers ran. Yeah, throw throw in. Make sure to have all your waiver claims in there in the order you want them. Even if it's $0, you you can get ahead on this stuff, guys. As little as Kamara has done and as frustrating as he's been, I was shocked that no one even put a bid on him. I actually did put a bid on him, but it was a $1 bid. And it was for the same player as Pollard. Oh, so you got Pollard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably why it didn't show up. Right. Eight teams remaining. Most teams projected in the hundreds at this point in the season. Matt right now in the 70s. Jay in the 90s. Uh, Matt does have a couple people on by, including his quarterback, so I'm sure he'll be projected to do much more there. But again, we're getting down to it. Man, I got to look at buys for next week. Yeah, a ton Holy of buys. Holy crap, next week. with six teams? I didn't even think about that till now. Mm-hmm. Crap. This league is so crazy, man. It's nuts. You either go a long way or be the first one out because being, you know, in that week three, four, six range sucks. Yeah, the next four people out got this far, and then now you're getting nothing because third and fourth place, they'll get their 40 bucks. They'll double up their entry fee. Second place gets 100 First place gets 200 $20 entry, 20 teams, 400 in the pot, two, one, that's three, 40, 40, 20 to last place, that's 100 that's four. Math checks out. That's math. Other leagues I'm involved in. I took down Rick in the BWO. He was the top seed. But Donnie also won, and him and I are both tied for the same record. We both have cakewalk matches this week. He plays Tony, whose team is god-awful. I play Ben, whose team has phoned it in. And then we play each other next week for the division title. Oh. Yeah, so unless somehow he loses, then I'll get it because I have high points in the league by, like, 200 plus over anybody it's unbelievable same record so it's gonna come down to week 14 and after taking him down in the fancy baseball i'm a little nervous he did beat me in the regular season so i think i'm due my team's pretty damn good family league i actually lost whoa good i'm glad you didn't go four and oh three and one's good enough i lost to liz oh that fantastic it, it was terrible <laughs> and on thanksgiving go liz it, it, i don't think she knows i think she's checked out oh well so don't, don't tell her. I'm texting her after this. Congratulations. I'm going to get home and have to hear it then. Yeah, at least somebody beat Greg this week. <laughs> the weekend watch starts on Thursday on Amazon Prime. The Buffalo Bills travel to New England to take on the Patriots. Are you going to bench Josh Allen? Worried about Bill Belichick? No. 
Saturday, college football championship weekend at noon on ABC. Number 12, Kansas State takes on number four, TCU. 12 on ESPN, we got Toledo against Ohio in the MAC championship at Ford Field. CBS has LSU taking on Georgia at 4 o'clock. On Fox, you have Purdue taking on number two, Michigan at 8 o'clock. And Clemson battles UNC on ABC at 8 o'clock as well. Over in the professionals, 1 o'clock on Sunday, the Jacksonville Jaguars visit the Lions. 1 o'clock on Fox. I think their mascot will show up in a Speedo in Detroit. He's going to be cold if he does. You saw it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody saw it. It was kind of, eh. 1 o'clock on CBS. Hey, we got the Jets Vikings. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, I guess. I was hoping for Ravens. 425 CBS, the game of the week. You got the Chiefs taking on the Bengals. I like that. Sunday Night Football, Colts at Cowboys. And Monday Night Football, Saints at Buccaneers. The Bucs are going to roll, aren't they? Yeah, I feel like the Saints are just done. Yeah. And, like, that's a good team to play a defense against at this point in the year. Yeah, I would agree. It worked out for me last week with the Niners. Yeah. What game are you most looking forward to this week? Um, Honestly, I'm kind of interested in the Lions-Jaguars game. Uh, um, none of the college games really excite me too much. You know, you, you got all the young stars coming up here playing the Lions who uh, play all offense and no defense, so to speak. I mean, I, I think it's going to be an entertaining game is what I'm saying, which is why I, that's what I'm looking forward to most. I didn't mention it, but uh, USC plays Utah Friday night, 8 o'clock on Fox. Oh, well, that would have been the game I was would have picked. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well, my question, who's more likely to lose, USC or TCU? Oh, USC. I mean, Utah already beat them this year. That's, that's their only loss. Yeah, so that's one point loss. loss. Yeah. And USC has played a lot of really close games this year. Yeah, I was shocked. I heard Caleb Williams pretty much locked for the Heisman. That is kind of surprising because I feel like I haven't heard much about him. Yeah, do you want to know what's even more surprising? What's that? Do you know Caleb Williams paints his nails every game? I, I did not know that. Not, not now only, I have to ask what color. Oh, it's it's not just colors. It's letters, oh. usually of the F-U-C-K kind. Oh, lovely. Uh, before when they played Texas this year, he had FU on one hand and UT on the other. When they played Stanford, he had FCK and a Stanford tree. Yeah, I guess he's done it all year against every opponent, paints his nails, and, well, it's usually the F word. F the other team. Honestly, like, you want to paint your nails? Cool, fine, whatever. You know, do do your own thing, man. But don't don't put profanity like that on there. You know? We are so old because I felt I the same way. We are old white curmudgeons. Yeah, no, I know. But, like, seriously, you want to paint them and put, Let like, the young black kid have fun, Greg. I mean, but he can't walk around saying F you. I completely agree. What kind of uh, role model is he? Exactly. What kind of kids are we raising these days? Get off my lawn. Call your shot. Last week, I said Team Beers would keep it close, and they lost by 100. <laughs> they did not keep it close. This week, I'm predicting there will be a new weekly high point winner oh. in the Legacy League, someone who has not yet won it this year. Do you want to go as far as to call who you think it will be? It's going to be you. Oh, no. Jinx him. Jinx him yeah, right That's now. terrible. Why would you do that? Speaking of jinxes. Ah. You know, one thing I try to do in fantasy is the reverse jinx. It works. Sometimes. Yeah. It worked on you with the whole Josh Allen, Steph Diggs week one. Yep. This week I tried it uh, in my matchup with Lynette. I started working on the show sheet Monday during the game. And I put Lynette wins high points. Joe loses a close one. Am I going to make the uh, high points rule come into effect and all that? Just hoping that I'd have to go in and update it. And I didn't. (laughs) Tried the reverse jinx. It didn't work. (laughs) 
I feel like something I've tried and you have perfected over the years. Yeah, I've I've tried that a number of times. Usually my uh, my weapon of choice is the good old-fashioned text message. You, you have to time it correctly when, when you're pretty sure you're going to lose, but you still have a uh, puncher's chance. I believe you texted Corpy this year when you were playing him at like 1230. Oh, like but yeah. I haven't even kicked. You're like, was, oh, you're going to beat me, Corpy. I was so far down like already. He had guys go on like Thursday and my <laughs> team was projected to just do nothing. And I think you won. I think I was like one in three or one in 18 at the time or something. I mean, I, I was I was real down in the dumps. I, I had to try something. So this coming week in the Legacy League. I am predicting that the 4-8 and eight Washington Redskins will beat the number one overall team, Dave's buzzsaw. They're going to cut right through that saw. Yeah, his team really started to come on late. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor missed all that time, and yeah. that did him no favors. Now we got Jefferson rolling, Taylor rolling, Derrick Henry who fumbled. Oh, yeah. I had that first first uh, touchdown score of the game bet, Derrick. But, on. I mean, you look at the Redskins team, it it's a stacked team. I mean, Herbert, Henry, Jefferson, Dalton Schultz, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he was the favorite. Yeah. One of the favorites going into the season. So, I mean, there's no surprise there. Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett. I mean, Evans has not had a great season. Jonathan Taylor's been hurt. Dalton Schultz has been hurt. You know, Justin Herbert took a while to get going. He's just starting to get going well now. Um, So, I mean, it's too little too late. But, I mean, hell, I think he beats the buzzsaw. Well, you called your shot. Thank you guys for listening to the Fantasy Giant Podcast this week and all year long. And to those three of you, we are your top podcast. What are you thinking? (laughs) Adios, mis tres amigos. They must not listen to podcasts. No, they don't. Good luck, everybody. See ya.